0: life with Brent and Jeff. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the altar life with Brent and Jeff, as you previously heard. I'm Jeff, and I'm here with Brent, my buddy, my pal. So We are here with episode six of our servanthood series. Yo, 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 what's up?
1: What's cooking in the hood? Servanthood, that is. Oh, you. <laughs>
0: so silly.
1: <laughs> and we are here, just like we are, at this time every week, yep. and uh, very excited to have another altar life show. Continuing on in our servanthood series, was cooking in the hood. It smells good. <laughs> I want some of it. Um, but feasting. Wish I could <laughs> <laughs> feasting on this topic. Feasting on the Word of God, which is our sole source of truth and doctrine. As we're going to be hearing that word a little bit tonight in First Timothy chapter four. So go get your Bibles. Follow along with us. That'd be exciting. Yeah. And. Um, if you, if you don't have it around, that's cool, too. We'll be reading it and um, playing a lot of great Christian music for y'all. We're unashamed of the fact that it's Christian music. That's right. It's <laughs> such a privilege to to listen to awesome music and at the same time have it have good, like edifying good lyrics, you know? Yeah. Stuff that we're not like, oh, you know, <laughs> shock value lyrics. Yeah. Like,
0: it's just so stupid. That we're here for stuff. shock value. We don't need to play music that has shock value. <laughs> hey yo, No, but when Hey-o. you said feasting on the word, that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about... What we're taking in, let's get it out there. Right. You know, we're feasting now. Let's share the wealth. You now we had this seri-
1: We had this topic, the invisible servant, which was like, you know, sometimes you just be quiet and you just pray and you seek the Lord and you, um, you don't have to have all the, you know, have the limelight. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna f- kind of flip it around and say, sometimes being a servant of Christ actually means speaking the truth in yeah. a situation. It's actually like opening your mouth and saying something, um, and commanding and, and teaching people the truth of god's word so um you know we're gonna figure out what that looks like in the servant of uh the servant of god so stay tuned stick around
0: yeah we have no problems on this radio show speaking from god's word uh maybe it's because we're hidden behind microphones and we're like very boastful and proud about it no i'm just kidding but uh ourselves (laughs) yeah (laughs) but this is about this is about what god has given us Let's take it and don't hold it for ourselves and be like, oh, I have this secret, you know. Uh, Let's get it out there. Let's get it out into the world because that's what we're here for. I got a secret and I cannot keep it. What is it, Jeff? Audio Adrenaline, 90s flashback. That was all for you people. All you people that heard that song when you were like 13, you're like, dude, that song was awesome back. That was like the jam. And I played it for you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank I've you. I've taken what I've received and I've given it to you, and uh, I've received audio adrenaline music, and I'm sharing it with you. <laughs> so, our topic tonight is actually called Don't Hoard the Good News. Yeah, don't just hock
1: it and keep it for yourself. It's like, no one else can hear this great news. It's like, you know, we're not talking about, you know, the stock that's going to go up, and you don't want everyone to, like, buy it so it goes doesn't go up like insider trading.
0: Check this out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're trying to keep it a secret. No. Yeah. No, we're trying to let it out. Yeah. We're trying to let people know how unbelievably awesome the gospel of Christ is.
0: We want to boom it out your stereo system. Cool. Ah, why don't hey. we play that song? Okay, here's Toby back. You're listening to Your Alter Life with Brett and Jeff. All
1: right, Jeff, why don't you just come right out and say it like Relying K just sang.
0: Uh, Say what? I don't know. Say what? How amazing God is. He is—he's amazing. I mean, he's taken my life and turned it around for the better. Why would I want to be like, "Um, yeah, I'll just keep this secret to myself? Like, if you win the lottery, you know, the first thing you do is update your Facebook status, which goes out to the world. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, like we're all about. I want Brent
1: won the lottery. Like, think about this.
0: (laughs) Like, we have an entire industry (laughs) now. Like. Facebook was cool and what it had over MySpace was that you could update your status and like say what you were doing and then MySpace kind of jumped on that bandwagon but now Twitter is out there and it's like all it is is just let's tell people what we're doing that's all right. it is but when it comes to what we have the, the the gift of the gospel the gift of reconciliation that God has called us to be a minister of that's what we keep to ourselves and we're like <laughs> yep, we hoard it we're like I'm oh, just Keep it on my shelf here. Can we
1: kind of talk like this. We like <laughs> God is good, right?
0: Yeah, I, we should Don't be talk. tweeting the good news. We should be out there tweeting it. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, people. Nobody cares that you're like, I'm at uh, Abercrombie and I really like these pants. I think I'm gonna buy it. You know, I'm they, level four on my Mario <laughs> Brothers game. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, know. I, was, I was doing he a was hand playing, controller gesture. Yeah, he
1: was playing like PlayStation while he was saying
0: that <laughs> toggle switches rumble pack he was at (laughs) he was
1: shopping an Abercrombie video game
0: yeah but I I I mean mean. the people that have like their Blackberries and their iPhones linked to their Twitter so like you know waiting in the food court love (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A and you're like what I don't care and then someone's like man I really need I I need somebody to tell me about the truth I'm sick of like all this foolishness and you're like what up God is this you telling me to tell this person about the Bible I don't know
1: (laughs) no I'll hold it in yeah. yeah, I'll tell them what I have for lunch, but tell them how I got saved. That's a stretch. Yeah, come on. That's TMI. not that crazy. TMI. <laughs> TMI. Hold up. Hold oh, up, yo. Man. No, but the Bible says so many times, and he encourages Timothy, you know? Timothy the young dude who's like there and to kind of like the minister in this area, but he's young, you know? Yeah. He's like all of us, just really young and, well, I guess... I guess I'm still young. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah. You're you, you <laughs> there. Yeah, totally. Um, basically, just like, yo, you know, just don't don't let anyone despise how young you are. Get out there and speak of the good news. Speak the truth that you know. Get out there and do it. And um, he's encouraging Timothy to do that. And um,
0: you know, so we all should be encouraged to do that tonight. Uh, no exceptions. Our actions will be heard even louder than our words. Living out loud. That's what we're talking about tonight. Taking what we've been given from God, and you know. Being like, who wants to be a millionaire? telling everybody about it. If you won the lottery, like I said, you'd be telling everybody. You'd be tweeting them. You'd be Facebook updating them. You'd be poking them. All that terrible, terrible social networking that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like on a rampage tonight. <laughs> but Brent, like you were saying, you know, you were you feel kind of you felt kind of discouraged, like you weren't youth anymore. But in my little uh, study Bible it says that youth was a term applied to men until they were forty. Oh, Timothy might have been between thirty five and forty, which we always think of it I'm practically as like a practically a preschooler. Yeah. <laughs> we always think of Timothy as being like a sixteen year old, but back in those days he probably was just not respected because he was still like a young man. You know, he didn't have grey hair or whatever. He wasn't like the rabbi with the big beard and everything. He could still touch his toes. Yeah. <laughs> he could still see his feet, you know. <laughs> his 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 pot belly hadn't stuck out too much. You know, he was a whipper snapper, as they would say. So you're you're white you're right in there, Brent. I'm like right in the prime. Yeah, like 10 more years. Prime time, baby. <laughs> prime of lime. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about not hoarding the good news that's been given to us. What is the good news? The good news is that Jesus Christ has made a way for sinful man to live in, with a holy God for eternity. Why would you keep that away? And it's not that hard. It's simple. Here's Keep It Simple by deep Thought. So if you're reading 1 Timothy 4, like Paul starts
1: off and talks about the false teachers of the time. And um, maybe it wasn't just that time, but there's a lot of false teachers like that in this time as well. And it talks about people who speak hypocrisy, um, they forbid people to marry, they command people not to um, eat certain foods and all this stuff.
0: I think, uh, as Brent has a conniption over there, I will jump right into the rescue Wow! Wow, I just seriously had
1: some serious cough right there.
0: Not to go off on a little side tangent like I never do, um, but it says that their conscience is seared with a hot iron. And if, if anybody, you know, you're like, what does that have to do with anything? Um, I remember one instance specifically, my wife, uh, you know, straightening iron, curling iron. I don't even know what it was. Um, but we <laughs> were sitting on the sink, and I accidentally knocked into it. It started to fall, and reflex is, oh, you try to catch it. Well, it had just been used, and I caught it between my index finger and my thumb. It was like the most searing pain ever, obviously, searing with a hot iron. And what happened was that like, it built like a blister and a callus, and it was like dead skin there for a while. And I think that that's kind of what's talking about there is that they, you know, their conscience, you know, it's numb. They don't, they don't have like a conscience anymore. And that's what we're talking about last week. We're talking about integrity, having a pure conscience, and um, you know, go ahead, Brent. That was a really <laughs> cool story. Recovered. Good story. Yeah, sorry, I, I had a little <laughs> in my throat there. Um, he had a great apostasy Not happening like in his Reed. throat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, God created to be re- received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. Um, for every creature of God, God is good. Nothing is refused. So it basically all these people were putting these trips on everybody, telling them all this false stuff. But Paul says, If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed. He's like, keep it real. Stand up and speak the truth in, in the face of all this false doctrine stuff. Um, you know, you're going to save people. You know, there's people that are so deceived out there by all the winds of doctrine that are flowing around that are so anti-Christ. And, and Paul's basically telling Timothy, stand up and be the one to speak the truth in contrast to that um, and be the light. And you could save a soul. <laughs> yeah. You could save not
0: only yourself, but other folks um, by being the one to, to share the good news. And as it continues on, this is another place where the world takes from the Bible and doesn't realize it. It says, but reject profane and old wives' fables. You know, people tell me like, oh, that's an old wives' tale. You know, a lot of times, you know, expressing the good news, we, we sometimes are like, well, we got to be accepting of what other people think too. You know, we got to listen to what they have to say. He says, reject it. Like that's not true. That's a lie. You just, you know, you 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 knock it out before it even takes takes a stand. And that's that's something that we need to remember as well. And uh, it's time for our weekly wise words. We don't even weekly. know what it's called. <laughs> it's something with three Ws. I was, oh. It's Wise, wise words, words of, of the, the Week. week. There yeah. we go. <laughs> All right.
1: And it's actually my life verse, 1 Timothy 4, 8a, <laughs> for bodily exercise profits a little.
0: That's it. That's it. So so if you have a weekly Wise Word, Wise Words of the Week, you email us at Wise Words of the Week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't have one of those. At out at thealterlife.com. That's like, our
1: email address, I forget.
0: I know, I'm blanking. And uh, don't forget, go on our website. There's a lot of good stuff there. You can listen to our most recent episode in its entirety. In its entirety, that's 256 kbps. That's high quality audio, my friends. And you can also listen to our webisodes, download them onto your iPod or MP3 device, and take that with you. You're listening, You're listening to the Ultra with Brent and Jeff. Yeah, unbelievable. The Alter This World. is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs>
1: that was Sanctus Real, the song was called The Message, and actually not The Message, it's called Message. I think. Sorry. It, or Massage, whatever.
0: <laughs> message, <laughs> comma, the. <laughs> uh,
1: but it's our unbelievable segment, and uh, yes. I love this time of the night, and we are going to talk about something that is uh, rears its head in this season, the summer season, um, and it's the, uh, the almighty local carnival.
0: Carnival's.
1: You know, where, where you basically just take a lot of money and then you just give it away.
0: <laughs> but so you true. get a benefit. Yeah. You know, get that,
1: that minimal thrill. You get to try to knock over milk jugs. <laughs> and I always thought it was funny, like, um,
0: that you paid money to do that. Because you
1: could just get milk jugs in your backyard and try all day long.
0: <laughs> the ring toss game. When yeah. It's like... The, the, the circumference of that glass bottle, it's like 18 inches, and the ring you have is like the size of your pinky finger, and you're supposed to try to get it over <laughs> the barrel of that glass bottle. I think that's great. And then you get like a goldfish that dies on the way home.
1: I think <laughs> the milk jugs are always glued together, because yeah, it's, it's like impossible. Yeah, it's and possible who, where do they get
0: milk jugs anymore? Like, there or those be, milk, yeah, those milk cans or yeah. a glass <laughs> ones. thing. Or? But something about, I like carnivals actually better than, than thrill rides and parks and stuff. We talked about theme parks before roller coasters and such uh, I'm not a big fan of them so I like the carnival because there's actually more for me to do because most of those rides are acceptable to me and people, I don't feel like I'm the guy as I mentioned before sitting on the, the bench with the, the holding wood. all the jackets yeah the jackets <laughs> and like the stuffed prizes hey, like look at the a jacket guy over there <laughs> look at the guy with the big stuffed pink bear and elephant that he won for his girlfriend who's oh. right now excited and having fun and while he sits there looking like a dope but um, one a, thing that I love that's Eating every, a blue raspberry water ice. At- <laughs> <laughs> he spilled it on his white pants after Labor <laughs> Day. <laughs> the uh, the one thing that is a lot at most carnivals that I love is the Gravitron. That's uh-huh. the thing that you go in and it feels like you're spinning all over the place yeah. and you're suctioned up against the big mat. It's like a big gym mat. It's like gross and sweaty yeah. in there, but it's awesome. Maybe
1: that's why I don't like the carnival that much, because I'm not a fan of circular rides. Oh. I can't do, like, teacups, Gravitron, all those... Tilt-a-whirl. Tilt-a-whirl. All the things that go around in circles. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so I get funny. sick.
0: That's the stuff I like. Yeah, See, I, I love like, drops. drops.
1: Yeah. I love, like, just big
0: drops. makes you your stomach <laughs> feel like you're eating it. I love that. <laughs> See, you, you'd rather drop and have your stomach come up into your throat yes. than spin around and have what you ate and what's in your stomach come up through your throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I liked was um that thing that it's not like this flying swing, but you like kind of strap yourself in and you're like Superman and it just kinda goes like up and down and spins around and feels like you're flying. That's I a pretty ass- good carnival ride. I always
1: associate the carnival with big and like the little like <laughs> we'd put the coin the in the fortune it. teller. Yeah. There's always one of those always like always things big. out in
0: the corner somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah that's mm-hmm. like the seedy part of the carnival <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, come see like the headless woman still alive. Like the freak shows. <laughs> or the bearded lady. Or the guy with five legs.
1: That's a circus.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I was thinking that that's another unbelievable yeah, thing. Maybe sometime later. All right. Well, we got to keep going. Next up, we have our station ID. So that was Paint the Town Red by Delirious. Let's get out there. Get some red paint and just have at it. But we're talking about... Taking the good news that we've received and, you know, as Paul exhorted Timothy, don't hold it back. You have these commandments. Get out there and tell others about them. Not shying away from it. Not, you know, accepting other doctrines just to be all-inclusive. But standing up for what was right because we know the truth. The truth sets people free. It's up to us to share the truth with them so that they're set free from the bondage of sin. Period. (laughs) (laughs) And he basically says
1: four eleven, first Timothy four eleven. These things command and teach. Period. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he just basically says it. Teach it. Command it. it. Command it. You know? It's got authority. You know, the truth of God has
0: its own authority. So just let it come out and stand on its own. Unapologetically, and uh I think that's an important thing to think about. We always apologize for you know oh you know, i kind of and i catch myself like i kind of you know other people are really bold and i listen to them and i'm like ooh, they're not really you know putting themselves in a good light <laughs> you know i catch myself and i get so convicted after i think that i'm like i should be like that i should be the one that's like oh man god's good you praise the lord you know and i'm always feeling uncomfortable we got to live loud we're
1: continuing on this evening i'm having fun this is yeah. a fun show it's raucous yeah we've just
0: been Jamming it up, man. It's been fun. Yeah, it's lots of good music tonight. We we cranked it up a notch, definitely. I tonight. think so. I think you're right. Lots of rock songs tonight. It's cool. And some hip-hop jams for you. So um, let's just keep reading First Timothy because this chapter is pretty cool.
1: It's, it's chock-full. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. It's interesting. He's like, be an example, you know? Live it out. Yeah. Just, you know, we talked about that last week. You know, like living integrity and you know being the same thing on the outside as you are on the inside. But um, this is basically saying let the outside, at the inside, come out. Yeah. <laughs> be an example to the believers in word and conduct, in in love and spirit and faith and purity. Um, and don't despise the fact that you're younger. You may be younger. You may be less experienced. Um, in the Bible or whatever, but it says to live it, you know, and to be an example to the, and it says to the believers as well, you know, as well as the unbelievers we've been talking about tonight, but the believers too, you know, let don't let the believers get so caught up in the,
0: you know, all the stuff
1: that, that
0: may bog them down. Um, just keep it real. Yeah. I think it's cool because he breaks it down. He's like in word, the things that you say in conduct, the things that you do in love, how you treat others in spirit how you your response to God you know how your, your relationship with God is in faith you know what you what you are putting your hope in what you're trusting in in purity just the way that you are through and through your thought life everything you know and it's just so many aspects that he's encouraging Timothy's like be an example in all these things don't just be an example on yeah. this is how you serve the Lord outwardly you know this is how you teach this is how you you know rebuke people you know everything in his life be an example you know completely thoroughly that ties in what we talked about last week integrity and uh, that you know all these servanthood aspects are you know hopefully tying together for all of us to be better servants of the lord and that is the ultimate goal of this series
1: it's neat he says till i come give attention to reading to exhortation and to doctrine he's like just read the truth you know exhort exhort encourage people with the truth you know to doctrine that is the truth you know it's like give attention to it call it out you know let it out of its cage (laughs) and it'll do an amazing work and um it's not a trip it's not hard it's actually pretty simple it's like keeping it simple it's like you know all you got to do is just speak it speak what you know and um God will take care
0: of the rest with the, with His Word. Are you going to tell the world? Am I going to tell the world, or am I just going to tell the people that are listening to this radio show and then go home and forget all about it? That's a it's a conviction. Uh, it's a you know an encouragement to me to you know yeah sure I can say it now, but what am I saying when I'm at work? What am I saying you know outside in the world? Am I really cherishing what God has given me so much that I want other people to have it? And I think that's what it comes down to a lot. It's like you know are we cherishing the gift enough to share it with others because i think that's sometimes what i struggle with is that it's not precious to me enough you know i don't think of it as true and as important as it should be in my life if i did then wouldn't i want to share that with other people if it was so important and so you know integral to my life it's funny how he,
1: verse 14 says do not neglect the gift that is in you. It's exactly what you yeah. just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even read ahead. I didn't. <laughs> um, but do not, neg- I, I, that's exactly right. It's like we've been given this gift, so don't neglect it. Because by not sharing it and not speaking about it and not calling attention to it is like neglecting it. It's the same thing. Yeah. So um,
0: heed the word. Do anything to minister the gospel. Do everything you can. And uh, I love how it continues on. We just talked about that not neglecting the gift. He says meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them your whole self that your progress may be evident to all that's where we get back to the living out loud that anybody that sees you it says all it doesn't say to some (laughs) or just your friends yeah or just your believers to your you know your buddy your pastor evident to all everybody should look at us and see these exact things purity faith spiritual things our conduct should be right our word you know believing in the word of god and the love for, that we have for one another. Jesus said that you'll they'll know you're my disciples by the love that we have one for another. And, uh, you know, how we're living our life, it should be evident. And it shouldn't just be outward. It should be coming from the inside out. And that's what we're talking about tonight.
1: And it sounds like it's, there's some sense of having to meditate, med- you know, he says meditate on it. It's not like it just comes natural. It's like meditate on it. Think about it. You know, be conscious when you make decisions, be conscious of Um, the doctrine and truth and make decisions based on that stuff that you know and not neglect the thing that God's given you and just make decisions just because your flesh wants it, you know, or something like that. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like what would it look like if every believer that was out there, you know, lived out loud the faith that they knew and didn't neglect the things that God did for them. God has given us, Ephesians says, all spiritual blessings, you know, through Christ Jesus. Everything that we could possibly need or want, riches upon riches—that's the gift, and we we so neglect it sometimes, and just kind of put it to the side.
0: Yeah, this um, I like how he says, "Give yourself entirely to them. Not, don't hold any yeah. back." You know, that's what we it ties in with what we talked about last night—is just being the same, being complete, being united. It's so it's so important. and so exciting when you think about what your life could be like if you give yourself entirely to the doctrine of truth. The truth that God has come to set us free from the enemy. I mean, that's just an exciting thought to be like, I'm going to be able to give myself entirely to what I've been taught, what I've learned from the Bible and it's going to be evident to other people when they look at me. It's
1: kind of like that Ace Troubleshooter song we just heard. Anything, I'll give, do anything, anything at all. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> give everything that I have to you, God. Uh, so let's
0: do that tonight. That was a double play by PFR. That last song was tried to Tell Her. It's a song from the perspective of someone who is just over and over, trying to explain what people need to do to get their life right with God, and, and how the, you know it is—it's a, a hardship. It's a, you know to face rejection. People are not going to be like, oh yeah, okay, you told me about it. I'm going to jump right on board. You know that's why it's important that we live out loud. And like Brent was saying, it's so important because they might not believe what we say, but when they see the way we live and they see how we are blessed and how we have joy through mourning, you know, we have you know completeness and, and just complete faith and peace then you know that's going to be what attracts people it's not going to be just our lips flapping all the time you know sometimes people will hear what you say and they're like wow that really makes sense but other times people need to see you walking out you know your faith and uh, you know that's kind of what we talked about last week but also more so this week you know when Paul said you know I commit you know keep these things hold on to them give yourself to them very important and it kind of goes back to the whole thing about us being a pillar we talked about last week, just
1: pillar and truth. And, um, you know, it's it's interesting to think of yourself as a pillar of truth in this weird culture that there's just stuff flying around of all different winds of doctrine, let's say. And um, Man, the only way to get that out is to just lay it out and live out loud like we've been talking about and um, to stand up and tell people when when they're going down the wrong path, um, who knows who you can save from screwing up their life by just a simple loving word of truth in their life and that could send them in a whole new direction um, so do that. The end of James chapter 5, he says Brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins You know, we've been talking about unsafe people and how um, you know living out loud just can save an unsafe person, but so often sometimes we we, we think our brethren, our, our Christian brothers, they know the truth and they're be going down the wrong path and we just don't have the courage to stand up and say, you know what, this is really the truth in this situation, you should rethink this, you know, talk to the Lord, go back to the Lord. And it, you know, James, I love he says, you know, if you see a brother who's wandered and you actually have the courage to stand up and turn him back and be, speak that truth to him, um... You, you can save a soul from death i mean it's got eternal ramifications um of being able to do that and man just by speaking truth you know what i mean and not being afraid to stand up and say the thing that's true and um i don't know i, I feel like i've missed so many opportunities in my life of different times where brothers were hurting or people were going the wrong direction and i just because I just didn't want to get involved or get into it. You know, I just, you know, kind of let them go off. And um, God's gracious. I mean, he has ways of getting to people. But sometimes he wants to use you as the mouthpiece to kind of just in love, come alongside that brother and speak the heart of God in a situation. And
0: um, that's what we're called to do. Yeah, I mean, he, Paul says to Timothy, if you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ. You know it's not like oh they're gonna (laughs) God's gonna be like uh, you know what you shouldn't have been so cocky and told that person who was you know your brother how they should live he says instruct them he he gives the commandment like you know they know if they say they know the truth then they won't have any problem with you instructing them in the truth right and I love how he says um, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine, which you have carefully followed. You know, how how many of us can say that we carefully follow the doctrines in the Bible and the doctrines that God has given us and the commandments that he's given us? And that's a challenge to me, like, careful. Just, just you know, I can imagine that, you know, those guys that make those tiny things, you know, those tiny little, like, models and stuff and they have tweezers and they're, you know, that crazy, crazy artwork that they do with these little things and just that careful you know adherence to whatever plan they have so that they don't break it or you know they have to be gentle and careful that's that's the care we need to apply to our walk with the lord and i think a lot of times we're reckless and we're just kind of throwing things around and we're not taking careful heed to the instruction that he's given us through his word all right well we are about done for the night i've
1: had a great time discussing this topic and um just feel encouraged like i just want to go out and like tell someone about god yeah. <laughs> and i hope you all feel the same way um you know, the last verse in 1 Timothy 4 kind of wraps up the topic real good for us tonight. Um, it says, Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine like Jeff was talking about. But it says, Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. You know, speaking truth and following that doctrine and taking heed and being careful and doing those things, like I said before, it is has an eternal impact. You know, and you have the ability um, through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has the ability to work through you. To not only save both yourself, but those who actually hear what you're saying. Yeah. And, uh, man, to be able to be used by Christ in that capacity is just an unbelievable privilege. And um,
0: we shouldn't be neglecting that privilege. Yeah, I think, you know, we get, we get so bogged down with fear and doubt and all that stuff. And we hold it in. But in the same way, you know, what do we have to lose? You know, the thing we have to lose is our, you know, our brethren, our unsaved brethren. You know, that's what we're losing, you know, and they're, you know, every second someone's entering eternity without the Lord and, you know, we're so caught up in like, well, you know, it works for me, but I don't want to challenge them or I don't want to offend them. But, you know, the Bible says, you know, the word of God divides and it's offensive to people, but to those who are being saved, it's, you know, the power of God. And that's what we got to remember, how powerful the word of God is in our lives. So Brent, be cool cats, live for Christ.